Hey guys, this is John. And this is Maggie. And this is our series called Car, Car Talks. Talks. Yes, so we decided to call this Car Talks. Actually, no, let's not start off like that. Let's Welcome to our podcast, guys! <laughs> let's start off as like, why do we call it Car Talks? Okay, so me and John have been friends for like three years, probably? Like three and a half. Three and a half years. And we both love going out and doing stuff, and we realized... We've spent a lot of time building our friendship in our my car because we both, when we both went to college, we lived in separate dorms, so there wasn't really like a general hangout area, so we mainly spent a lot of time hanging out in my car talking, and we kind of thought of car talks because you know when you're like on a road trip with somebody or like, and you have those really good, deep, intentional conversations or just like fun, crazy, out-of-the-blue conversations that maybe you wouldn't have, like, otherwise, and how they normally happen in the car. So we kind of thought, hey, this relates to our friendship, but also this is kind of a well-known thing of, like, really good conversations happening in the car. So, yeah. yeah. And honestly, our college didn't really have really good hangout places, so, like, the best place we could, like, hang out and eat and just, like, talk about life without being, like, judged by people was Mm -hmm. literally in the car. Yeah. And, like, I bet people will agree when, if they do listen to this, like, the best conversations you could get is in the car. Yeah. Because, like, it's, like, shower thoughts. Like, just random things that just Well, and it's kind of, like, what else do you have to do in the car? Like, you're, like, you know what I mean? You're just in the car together driving somewhere, so it's, like, it's easy for, like, natural conversation to happen. To pop up, yeah. Yeah. Besides listening to music or listening to other podcasts, which we have been doing before, too. Right. Um, So just a little background about ourselves. So I am currently graduated um, from this college. Graduated, like, what, a month ago? ago. Three weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, fresh graduate. Still don't know what to do with my life. Um, I graduated psychology, for those who care, um, with a minor in sociology. Um, A fun fact about me, I have a twin brother who also has a podcast, too. They're kind of... They kind of stopped for a bit. I don't know why, but yeah, we have a, I have a twin brother. Um, I currently live in the States, but I'm actually an international student uh, who is originally from the Philippines. So whoever, um, so the other Filipinos are hopefully listening to this. Hello. Um, yes, my English is very good. It's because I was raised in an international school. And that's why my accent is not really like Asian or like Filipino. So that's just a little thing about me. Maggie. My name is Maggie. Um, by the way, I'm 21. John's 22. And I am going to be a junior. Um, we go to the same college. Well, we... It's hard to say, like, because you went to yeah. that college, but I'm still going. So I'm like, yeah. how do we address that? Anyway. Um, I am an elementary education major. And I have two brothers. Born and raised in Tulsa, Oklahoma. By the way, that is where we are currently residing. Um... Yeah, so... Do you have any fun facts for our audience? Okay, I actually have a huge... <laughs> I have a huge list on my phone of fun facts about... Well, things I love. I don't know if that's, like, Honestly, fun. no joke. She literally has, like, a oh, yeah. notes list. She even has private notes. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a lot of emojis, Becky. Yeah. Okay, I have a whole list of things I love. So let's just pull that up to get a few fun facts about me. Um, okay, I love fancy water. <laughs> John knows this. I'm such a water geek. I don't even know how to explain it, but I love water. I love like does. fancy water packaging. Like if somebody got me like a nice bottle of water that I've never tried, 
I would love them. Like, it's just yeah. one of my things. Also, another fun fact is that if any celebrity that she absolutely adores, she would buy a water from them. So, for example, in the Taylor Swift Reputation tour documentary and Netflix, she saw that Taylor Swift had Essentia, so she decided to get Essentia for herself. Yeah, and Essentia is actually my favorite brand of water. If you've never had Essentia, you have to go get it. And I found out that Taylor Swift and the Kardashians drink Essentia, so like, obviously... Chloe. Right, so like, obviously, it's like the holy grail of waters. So I love water. Um, I love fancy, <laughs> fancy grocery stores. Um, perfectly clear blue skies is my favorite favorite weather of all time. Yeah, it's um, currently humid and cloudy. The right weather now. is disgusting today. Yeah. Also, I love like to be freezing cold. I love cold weather. Like I do not like summer. I do not like the heat. I love 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 being cold. Yeah. Like the air always has to be on. It always has to be low. Yeah. I freeze all my friends out. It's a thing about me. Like it's true. it has to be cold all the time. And also another thing, and we both agree to this, but the favorite thing that we love is when you know when you enter a freshly made bed and you come in and the blankets and pillows are yes. cold. I specifically love my it's pillows the best. cold. Yeah, like, well, that's like the best. You feeling. don't want to be hot when you're sleeping. Exactly. If I wake up sweating, I'm like, this was the worst night of sleep and ever. It's just a weird feeling yes. like having a sweaty pillow. No, yeah. You don't want to wake up sweaty. So I, like, my car is always on 60 degrees. Like, my family's like, why is it? Like, in summer and winter, it doesn't change. It's always on 60. Yeah. I'm, like, the cold queen. I love it cold. She does um, love it cold. She hates the heat. She actually doesn't like summer. Mm -mm. Her favorite season's actually fall and winter. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll just say a few more things. I guess, like... Just give one more. Okay, okay. I, like, have a whole list, you guys. Um, I'm... Okay, I guess I'll just say a general thing. I am a very girly girl. I love pink. I love glitter. I love sparkles. I like, I love makeup with a passion. I love like fashion, skincare, like beauty, like any of that stuff. I love, I'm such a girl, but as far as like visual and like home decor and aesthetic, I love neutrals. Like, I don't think I'd ever have anything like in my home pink or anything. Like I love it for like other things but i love mm. neutrals my dream couch and bed is the cloud couch and bed from restoration hardware fun if you fact, know you know and fun fact we actually went to restoration and hardware incredible. and it, it was the best feeling. and and the cushions you guys are so big, big and yeah. wide it's almost like a bed oh yeah it's phenomenal and it's insanely expensive the couch was eight thousand dollars i think it was the whole set i don't think it was the couch itself yeah well, what do you mean the whole set? Because she said it came with the like with the whole set combined will be approximately like 8, the whole 000. couch, like the couch and like remember the decorations around the couch. Oh, like okay, she said, okay. Like, she said but anyway, I know it's very expensive, yeah. but wow, that's Most like likely, my dream yeah. aesthetic, vision, vibe. So if you haven't sat on the cloud couch, go to Restoration Hardware and sit on it because it was it did not let us down. Yeah, it will actually change your perspective. On Restoration Hardware, <laughs> if you had a vendetta against Restoration it was, Hardware. If Restoration Hardware is expensive, but everything is drop-dead gorgeous, so... And apparently it's, like, so bougie that you have to they even offer you, like, a membership. Yeah. And with that membership, you have, like, You get, like, cheaper, prices down. Yeah, prices yeah. off. Which, obviously, we're not members because we don't have that much income. We have no income. We literally, literally have zero income right now. We literally zero. stepped in and all of these um, salespersons dressed up all bougie-like and they were like, do you want anything? And, and you guys, I was wearing my pink Crocs, my literal pink Crocs. And I was like, I should not be in here right now. It was really We're funny. literally filming on books right now. But you know what? It's we have cool. to start off from somewhere. We <laughs> just cool. love talking. We yeah. really just love talking. So 
I mean, I guess what we could talk about in our intro is like we watched part of the BBMAs yesterday. We did. Um, Me and John are big music. Well, we love celebrities. We love celebrity tea. We're always up to date. We love music. We love um, award shows. Yeah. And yeah, we watched the BBMAs. We did. And actually part of it, and then some of our friends came along and we had to mute it. So, because like, we are, obviously we don't want to be rude. So, I actually looked at some of the, most of the BBMA performances alone on YouTube the other night. And honestly, I gotta say, Doja Cat's Kiss Me More, I personally like it. Maggie has a different perspective. I personally liked it. The set, the stage, the dance I love that good. song I would give it a, I would give it an 8 out of 10. And that moment when SZA, um, the part where they're like, ding, know that kind of vibe like the part when she actually paused it because everyone knew it was going to be a huge thing because everyone does that in tiktok like that was a smart move from them mm-hmm. but give your input about doja Everything. cat's performance because she's obsessed with kiss me more right i now. love that song and i love the tiktok dance it's so fun um no i liked it i feel like it it's hard because like obviously like i'm not the artist so i don't really know like what they were thinking about like, like portraying the song because yeah. obviously like I think of the song in a different way. But I thought they did great performing. Obviously, they're both great singers. Um, I guess the visual part of it, like, wasn't my favorite. But this is backtracking. But can we talk about Dua Lipa's performance at the Grammys? Oh, my gosh. Dua Lipa's performance in the Grammys was the was best a performance. Reset. Oh, my God. It was God. a literal cultural it reset. It was insane. The in the outfits. Mm-hmm. Oh, my the God. The transitions. Literally dreams. Honestly, her, we agreed from her, from the Grammys and the Brits, we preferred her Grammy performance over oh, the Brits. Oh, it's so good. Don't get me wrong. We love Dua Lipa. We love um, her um, current album. Like, we, like, obsessed with it. But the thing is that we found kind of off with her um, Brit performance is that she sounded very off-key, in our opinion, and she also sounded very breathy. Like, she was, like, struggling to get, like, a moment to breathe. But I get it because, like, the transitions were more, like, very dance and, like, vibey. And I don't know. I just personally like the Grammy performance more. It was so good. It was so good. And also, tonight, our um, friends are coming over, and we are watching season two of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yeah. And it's, honestly, I haven't watched any episodes yet. No. Neither have you. We always watch it together as, like, a friend group, so we had to get everyone together. Yeah. And we're so excited. And can we just talk about how Olivia Rodrigo is oh my gosh, literally is like she is the Olivia, queen she of is everything she right is now. She is currently this generation's musical she talent. She is incredible. Musical talent. I mean, Good For You is like everyone's anthem yeah. song right now. But obviously, like, when it comes to Good For You, like, people had their speculations with that. I already told you about this, like, with Paramore and how it sounds like the Riot era album. Like, I don't know if they're going to get a lawsuit because of that. But personally for me, Haley Williams hasn't said anything against it. And she did an amazing job. Her and her producers did an amazing, amazing job composing Good For You. So I'm like, why not? It's like expressing music. And that's how it's she wanted a good it song. to be expressed. She's so cute. And yeah. she's like, oh my gosh. She's like, she's so talented. Like, yeah. it's... It's incredible. And remember people were like saying that Olivia Rodrigo is their generation's Taylor Swift. Yeah. And I honestly believe it yeah. because the majority of her songs were lyrically mm-hmm. written by her. Yeah. By mm-hmm. Olivia. She had the talent already. It's so sweet, their friendship, yeah. her and Taylor's friendship. And when um, they took that photo together in the Brits, when she finally got to meet so her sweet. like um, it's idol. It's so sweet. It was really yeah. sweet. And also like, 
in HS in the season one of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Wow, that's a tongue twister. They allowed her to publish some of her songs, like All I yes. Want. Yeah. Amazing. Everyone loved it. TikTok was raving about it. it was a huge trend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she transitioned to now her new album when she came out with Driver's License, which again was another cultural oh, I know. reset. I know. Um, and that huge um, trilogy fight with Sabrina Carpenter and Joshua Bassett, yes. which was crazy. Yeah. And now Joshua Bassett came out, so yeah. what's the tea with that? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to go deep into this controversy. And honestly, I don't know who's going to listen to this, to our podcast, but <laughs> no I'm just saying that's just like my kind of my input. But I'm just like, it's just crazy how yeah. a 17-year-old could already reach this far. Oh, I mean, I it's know. not even like Billie Eilish already had set that for everyone. Yeah. Like a young artist could still have a voice. Well, and it's crazy, like just the pure talent. Exactly. You know, and it's like, she's just obviously is so talented mm-hmm. and like... She's so cute, and I mean, her songs are incredible, so yeah. we are big Olivia fans. We are huge. And the fact that she's also half Filipino, mm-hmm. like, represent our Filipino culture. Mm-hmm. Love you, Olivia. If you actually listen to this, and for some godly please reason Please come do, on to the podcast. Please come to the podcast. <laughs> we we beg you. We need friends. Oh my god, love We need her. guests. Love we would love to have her. you as a guest, so. Love her. Yeah, well, what else should we talk about? That we've discussed this last week. Honestly, we've discussed a lot. I just well, don't remember. Well, we're planning to go to Dallas Oh, on yeah, this Wednesday. week. A spontaneous trip. Yeah. Summer fun. Um, Ooh. Gonna... We should talk about crumble cookie. Okay, you guys. So, if you're on TikTok... Now, I don't know what side of TikTok everyone's on. Because, you know, people talk about, like, are you on this side of TikTok? Like, the dark side of TikTok or, like, the, the funny side of TikTok. The crumble cookie side of TikTok is the best side of TikTok to be on right now. So I went a few weeks ago with my, one of my BFFs, Anna, love her. Shout out, we Anna. Went, we went to Dallas a few weeks ago for like a girl's trip and we went to Crumble Cookies. And guys, I don't know if any of you tried the pink velvet cookie from Crumble Cookies a few weeks ago. It is the best cookie and like honestly one of the best things I've ever had in my entire life. It was so good. And so I was, like, hooked. And it's so fun because they have new flavors out every, every week, week, which is so fun. And you could see them, like, make it, the process, yes. and, like, the amount of cookie also, you get. Also, can we just talk about how crumble cookies, like, their thing is, like, pink. It's yeah. so cute. Everything's pink. <laughs> well, that's pink. her vibe because she loves yes. pink and glitters. But they have a cookie out this week. It's called, like, Kentucky... Butter. Butter. Like, it's, um... What, butter cake or yeah. I don't know it's something like, like that. butter waffle maybe. Let me no, no, it's not waffle. Let me see. Um, but you guys, it looks so good, and I'm like, like I have to get these cookies because we don't have one in Tulsa yet, but there's one in Oklahoma City and obviously Dallas. So I was like, oh my god. Okay, look, it's Kentucky butter cake. Oh my and god. And I'm like, that sounds phenomenal. So I'm like, I have to get my hands on that. So we're gonna go to Dallas. Probably go to Crumble Cookies. Shake Shack, obviously. Yes. It's my favorite place in the entire world. Ooh. And we had this conversation. It's like, who would you, what would you prefer, In-N-Out or Shake Shack? Mm-hmm. And I've given it much thought. In-N-Out has really good quality burgers for the price it gives. Yeah. In-N-Out is actually so, so expensive. Yeah. So inexpensive. Yeah. I said it's inexpensive. <laughs> inexpensive. Yeah. And it was so... Like, it's still good. Like, In-N-Out's still good. But, like, compared to the flavors of Shake Shack... Shake Shack is so like, good. I see why it's a bit, like, pulling out your pockets yeah. kind of thing. Because it's worth it. Like, yeah. the... the the beef is tender. <laughs> that might sound weird to some people. But it, it's really good. It the is flavor good. profile for that one is also, really good. Also, I had animal fries from In-N-Out the Those first time a few weeks ago. And they were 
very good. Those are good. They were very good. So, honestly, I agree with John. I like Shake Shack more, but I don't understand, like, I guess there's a lot of love and hate for In-N-Out. Yeah. Like, I don't, I guess I don't really understand the hate. Because, I mean, I get it. It's just personal preference. But I thought it, I think it's pretty good, actually. I think it depends where you are, too. Because In-N-Out is going to be, like, such a mainstream thing. Yeah. Like, when, okay, people don't have In-N-Out in their state. When they go and finally go to an In-N-Out somewhere right. like in California. Well, and also, it's like, if you've never been before and you, like, can't wait to go, maybe, in a sense, you're also more biased. Because yeah. you're like, oh, my God, it's so good because I've never yeah. been. Like, it's no, such true. a treat. And you get the rave from right. it because it's exactly. mainstream. Exactly. I remember that specifically in 2016 when all my friends are just like, oh, my gosh, have you tried In-N-Out? Have yeah. you tried In-N-Out? Like, go to In-N-Out when you go to the States, when you visit the States. Like, In-N-Out's the thing. Yeah. But I never got informed about Shake Shack. That's yes. the thing. Shake Shack is so good. Exactly. Like, that was like, um, what do you call it? Like a hole-in-the-wall mm-hmm. restaurant type of vibe. Like, I never knew Shake Shack. Until my friends took me one mm-hmm. time, and it was revolutionary. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Sure, it's like $10, but it mm-hmm. was worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did we talk about this last week? Well, we kind of talked about, we could save this for another episode, but just a little bit. We were talking about like transitioning, especially for me, out of college. Mm-hmm. And let me just tell you, I'm going to save this for another episode, because I could tell you all the trash I went through and all the anxiety-provoking moments that happened during a move-in with like apartments, cars, just purchasing things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a it's crazy if you don't plan thoroughly, and I honestly didn't plan that thoroughly, but I'll help you. So just yeah. stick, stick around if and you love us. <laughs> regardless, like, it is weird transitioning from, like, school year to summer. Yeah. Like, especially for you, because you're, like, not going back. You know, you're becoming an adult, but it's been hard for me. Like, it's, like, I, I feel like I had such a good routine. I was so on it. Like, That's true. I loved school. I liked my classes. You know, you get so used to seeing tons of people every day and having stuff to do all day. And then in summer, it's kind of like, oh, my gosh, this is actually a big transition. Yeah. And I've been trying to give myself a lot of grace for it because I've been getting defeated by, like, not being as productive and, mm-hmm. like, not being on my routine as much. Yeah. But it's like I don't really have... You know, it's easy sometimes to feel purposeful, like, purposeless. Yeah. Purposeless in transitions because you're not used to, you know, this new season of life. And even if it's something as minor as, like, summer, you yeah. know, it's like sometimes it's hard to, like, transition and you're like, okay, maybe my priorities from now versus the school year are different, you exactly. know? And maybe I need to give myself grace to rework my routine mm-hmm. and rework my priorities and stuff. Yeah. So. I think it's been hard on both of us in different it has ways. Been. And honestly, right now, we still don't know what we're doing. No. Like, we literally don't know. We don't have a summer routine or nothing. I'm no. literally just living day by day. Yeah. Um, which is not entirely a bad thing, but I do agree with you. Like, having some sort of routine gives mm-hmm. you a sense of fulfillment. Totally. Especially when you write it out and yes. you sh- cross it off. I find that the most satisfying. Because yeah. it makes you so accomplished. And also, I think, like, um, with routine, it's... Especially, like, I'm big on morning and night routine. And I actually want to do an episode talking about routine because that's something I've discovered and I've really found so beneficial to me the past few months of my life. But it's kind of hard to stick to, like, routine when you don't feel like you have something, like, in place to do every day. Yeah. You know, it's like if you kind of feel like you don't really have structure or, like, something to wake up for, it's kind of hard to get motivated to even just do simple things as like a morning and nighttime routine exactly because it's like me and john um john just moved into his apartment last night um slept there but 
we every morning we were texting each other and we're like, okay, we're gonna wake up at eight tomorrow. And then we never did. We wake up at like twelve. Yes, twelve, you guys. And we would literally we'd go to bed at like probably like twelve thirty or one. We were like oversleeping. And still though, I'm not like this is not like this is me like today. Like I literally woke up, took my car to get maintenance, and went back to bed. And I'm like, you know, that's been our lives. And we're because it's like we don't really have something set to do exactly like school like we don't have to wake up for a class so it's like so like we're like oh no we're just gonna go back to sleep and it's like it's kind of hard but like i'm trying to give myself grace to like figure out my new routine in Mm -hmm. the summer because obviously i don't need to get up at 7 a.m like i did during the school year exactly like i don't need to do that so i'm having to restructure it you know and give myself more grace to kind of figure it out for sure and, like, again, I agree with her. We both have a really weird transitional period. And it doesn't have to be adulting or it doesn't have to be... You could literally be listening to this and being in high school and still trying to find a solid routine for yourself. Right. Because people would always say, like, then just find something different or, like, find something works. That's easier said than done. Totally. And, like, I know there's people that, like, are so strict and following the routine mm-hmm. and could easily jump into a new right. routine. But it's I'm okay like, if you're not and, that person. And no, and that's great. Like, applauds to you. But, like, for people like us, honestly, yes. it's really hard to get yes. into a habit of it. Yes. And that's just, like, a bit of a vulnerability portion. Yeah. Like, it's really hard for me yes. to try to find that routine because sometimes it's just, it just doesn't follow through or right. I don't see the outcome. It's like, yes. oh my gosh, I'm seeing nothing done. Even right. though it's, like, something, I right. see nothing done. And I encourage any of you who are out there and, like, just give yourself grace. Like, yeah. if any, if there's anything I'm learning, it's that, like, um, if anything, if you're trying to motivate yourself by using, like, shame or guilt, it's just not going to happen. Oh, like, it's yeah. not. And I feel like sometimes that's our natural response to things is, like, oh, if I shame and guilt trip myself, I'm going to motivate myself to do things. But if anything, it's just going to push you back further. And but not even that. Your end goal is just not going to be No, it's fulfilling. not going to be healthy. Yeah. No. And it's, like... Give yourself grace and love and compassion and you'll be surprised how much further you go and your priorities will genuinely be something that can get you somewhere. Yeah. Right? Because it's not from a place of something that's not going to be substantial. Mm -hmm. So as we're kind of figuring out our lives, you know, I'm just trying to give myself grace as is John to like, hey, this is a transition for for us and we're going to give ourselves time to figure it out mm-hmm. you know we're going to give ourselves time to kind of rework what needs yeah. to be done yeah and for you people who are going to hear this and being like rolling your eyes and being like yeah take your time that's just being lazy it's like no but we're taking our time but we're still doing something mm-hmm. like just because we say we take our time doesn't mean we're being lazy right you know well like, and also everybody runs on a different time frame and like yeah you don't need to be in competition with anybody else you know, as long as and yeah, you, don't compare to no. Like, as long as you know yourself and you know your goals and you know what you want out of life, and you focus on yourself, that's what matters. Not everybody's gonna understand. Not everybody's gonna. You know, no one has the same perspective about your life and what you're doing, obviously, as you do. Exactly. So there's no need to compare or try to, you know, race against other people. Mm-hmm. It's in your own time. And also, I've recently learned. Um, that some people are, like, internal. They're internally motivated and some yeah. are externally mm-hmm. motivated. And it's really hard for, obviously, people who are externally motivated. Like, I've never been somebody who's, like, I'm just not good at being internally motivated. Like, I'm not good at being, like, oh, you're going to wake up at 
7 a.m. and do this and do that. Like, I always seem to, like, it ends up not happening, you know? And I've recently found that I am an external, I'm externally motivated. And it's helped me a lot with, like, kind of removing that guilt of, like, why can't I be like these other people that are like getting up and like getting it all done. Yeah. You know, but it's like, well, I'm externally motivated Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Because now that I realize that it gives me more freedom, right? Not to compare myself and to kind of figure out how I can, you know, learn more about that to help me and benefit me in the best way. Yeah, exactly. And people learn in different ways too. Totally. They can adapt in different ways. Sure. Some, sometimes to adapt, adapting could be detrimental Mm -hmm. but most most of the time like you bounce back like that's what humans are really good at Mm -hmm. they have such a good mental process behind it trying to bounce back well um, and also it's getting into a routine or getting into something fulfilling right and it's like everything that works for somebody else obviously is not gonna work for you like maybe some things will but obviously not every little detail and thing which is why it's so important to figure out what works for you and what benefits you. Yeah. Right? Not just like somebody else. Because yeah. what might work for somebody else, somebody else might not work for you and vice versa. Exactly. So I guess that's what all we literally discussed last week. Yeah. Like that's it. Just like routines, the BBMAs, just celebrities, celebrity tea. Um, and we could go more in depth about celebrity tea and just like celebrities in general in another, pod, another podcast episode. But yeah, this is just like a initial introduction of us. Yeah. Um, and we hope for those who are still listening till now, give us suggestions what to talk about. Totally. Because like it'll be a good thing for us to have your perspective and your inputs as well. Also, I want to say if anybody is kind of wondering what our podcasts are gonna consist of, I our vision was kind of just like genuine conversation, whether it was about more vulnerable things or whether it was about crumble cookies like that was kind of our vision is if anything like me and john also want to feel like we're just talking to each other as friends Mm -hmm. not so much like talking to like a microphone like we don't want our vision to be like oh we're trying to say exactly what people want to hear or like yeah we just kind of want to talk to each other Mm -hmm. and And process yes and we're processing it with you right and so um our episodes are kind of just going to be us talking about literally anything. We will be having guests, and our guests literally will be our friends, like the people that we're closest to. And yeah. I think you guys will get to know us better just through our friends. Exactly. And so there's going to be a lot of content, you yeah. know? And hopefully my hope is just that by something that we say, maybe along the lines, either you feel like you have a friend to listen to or... Maybe you feel like you're less alone in certain, you know, areas of your life. And hopefully, you know, I'm planning to open up a lot in this podcast and share stuff. So hopefully, if anything, you just feel like you're less alone. You have a friend. You have someone to hang out with, to listen to. That's really yeah. just our end goal. Through your rides, through doing the laundry, mm-hmm. through driving to work. We just want to create, like, a, sen- a space where it's safe for um, us to be, like, not ju- non-judgmental mm-hmm. of each other because even though we're really good friends we have our different opinions mm-hmm. but we're still great friends mm-hmm. um and that's like the same with you guys when you guys listen to this so yeah give us some feedback 
for this first chaotic episode. Yeah. And just give us suggestions what to talk about because we could, you could give us like a word and we could totally, yeah, go on a downward yes. spiral to something yes. completely yes. different, which yes. is exciting. Like it's yes. not super structured, which we right. want. We want yes. the authenticity of this podcast to seem like we literally just popped up a mic because we're just randomly talking, and Absolutely. that's that's the vibe. But Absolutely. don't worry, there will be some podcast episodes where it's a bit structured. Mm-hmm. Like, if it does go political, which I hope we don't have that. We're not gonna, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, or just anything too controversial, we might have to do some sort of structure. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's, like, a controversial topic with a guest. Mm-hmm. Like, with a Q&A portion and stuff like that. But besides that, this is just an initial get-to-know-us episode with some chaotic nuances. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. See you soon. <laughs>